ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. I'm your host, Janice Porter, and with me today, I have a wonderful guest, Orgina Rose. Welcome to the show, Orgina. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Janice. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. I love how this happened because I met Orgina quite briefly, actually, at an event uh, several, several, several years ago. <laughs> I remembered her and I, um, I sort of kept in touch a little bit on Facebook, but not as much as I probably would have liked. But it, she resurfaced again because of some work I was doing on Facebook. And so I reached out and we started a conversation and here we are. And I love the journey that you've been on in these past mm, years. And I wanted to share a little bit with my audience and then we'll dig in because you, um, I think probably deep in, in foremost are an entertainer. You're a singer, a beautiful singer, a transformational singer, a songwriter, a speaker, and an award-winning vocal coach, playwright, best-selling author, and the first online entertainment producer. I know you have over 25 years in the arts and entertainment. So you have many highlights to your career and many people that you've worked with whose names I recognized immediately. And I know that you you've shifted as we all do from thing to thing and you know place to place but i have to tell you i just listened to you singing one of my favorite songs that takes me back to my youth and that was last dance by donna summer i just heard you sing that it was beautiful yeah <laughs> thank you thank and you Summertime, another beautiful classic of course um by uh lena horn right lena horn George Gershwin is the writer of right. Summertime. Horn many, many, many artists have sung the song, but yes. it's George Gershwin. Yes. Right. Anyway, again, I know now that you, as well as still performing and doing all that wonderful onstage work that you do, you have um, founded the Divine Spirit Network. And I would love to start there and, and maybe tell my audience what that's all about, and then we'll pivot back and bring the two together. How's that? All right, sounds good. Well, uh, Divine Spirit Network is, uh, it's a soul's journey at, at the core of it. And it is a transformational uh, streaming network for TV, mm. movies, and music. And so we share conscious, uh, material from beautiful, what I call divine messengers around the world. And we have over a hundred uh, network partners that we uh, distribute content out to. So we take beautiful videos and movies, TVs, music videos, etc., And we distribute it to our partners around the world, as well as over 300 media outlets. So it's all about really helping our divine messengers to shine their light, to share their voice in a much more powerful way than most are currently doing. Uh, 
Uh, many are struggling to be seen and to be heard and to make a good income from that. Right. And that's what I really, uh, the Divine Spirit Network is really all about. So uh, do you, in that, in that network with what you do, do you help people with the create, with the creative part of things as well? Or are these people looking for a place to, um, to distribute what they've already done? Yes, it's a both end. So we have people who already have content created. They've been doing videos, summits, et cetera, for many, many years. And we will distribute that uh, through our networks. And then we have people who have an idea for a TV show. They'd like to create a show. Uh, they'd like to even create a podcast. They just have no idea where to start. And we have our courses that literally walk them through step-by-step how to do it in less than 30 days mm. and to do all of their filming in one weekend, because I believe in speed and quality at the same time, rather than having it take months and months and months. Uh, when I first started producing my show and this was a full, you know, full production with the full crew and everything, I started uh, and six months later, our show was ready to air. Yeah. So. <laughs> and today yeah. the world moves way too fast for that. You have to be quick. That's right. And, and we have everything at our disposal that mm -hmm. we didn't have I mean, even just five years ago. We yes. actually have everything now right in the palm of our hands. Most people's phones are at a high quality enough to be able to actually do a beautiful job. Full movies and sizzle reels and trailers and commercials are being shot with cell phones so it's absolutely possible today i know i see an ad on tv here all the time for a new i think it's a samsung phone but basically that's what they're showing they're showing somebody filming an entire movie with this phone i mean it really yes. is amazing actually yes. absolutely. so um i noticed that uh there's some names in here that you have worked with that bring me to that spirit place michael beckwith um, Wayne Dyer, Marianne Williamson, all like leaders in that field. And yeah. um, when did, like, how did you get from, you know, <laughs> there to your doing your network? Because were they huge influences on you? They were. So, you know, my journey was such that I had this incredible success in the entertainment field, you know, being on Broadway and singing at Carnegie Hall and touring internationally and being on the Today Show and Conan and Oprah, right? Yeah. So I had this incredible, like, wonderful success. And then it was like, okay, what's my new, what's yeah. the new dream, right? What's the next thing that I'm called to? And when that happened, I left New York and I went in to go for a movie role, actually. I thought, well, I'll do more film and TV now. And I walked out of that audition as the first online entertainment producer. <laughs> I, was I was literally offered a position at the audition oh, to wow. be an entertainment producer. And this was even when the major networks weren't even doing online uh, production yet. So we were literally one of the first, the organization, the company that I was working with, and, and it was just this amazing ride. And I loved it. I loved every moment, finding the stories, you know, finding, interviewing people. It was just like breathing for me. I was a duck to water. And so that whole trajectory just took me into another, a whole different world that I didn't expect on, you know, and then fast forward with 
you know, adding in and bringing back in the creative bits for me, because that's at the core of who I am, yes. uh, you know, creating. So I had music that I had been sitting on that I had written, you know, that was during the dot com bubble when I was the entertainment producer. And then it burst. So then it was like, okay, now what, right? So uh, that's when it's like, okay, let's go back to my music roots, if you will. And I had all these songs that I decided I'm going to record my first CD. Well, how am I going to do that? Well, I started my own record label because the other ones, I had been offered some, some you know, wonderful contracts, but they didn't feel right. They didn't sit right. And so I started my own label. I read about Mariah Carey doing it. I thought I'm going to do it too. And I did. And I produced my first CD and then I toured the U.S. with it. I mean, so I really had a great start and I you know, brought back in my voice coaching. I've been a coach already coaching at colleges and universities. So I had this beautiful suite of ways that I was able to really sustain and thrive mm -hmm. uh, after, you know, after all of that. And during that time, when I was singing at the different places, a lot of them were spiritual centers. Uh, a lot of them were places, you know, of, of worship, you know, different things like that. And that was where I started to connect, you know, with people who were working with the Dalai Lama and, yeah. you know, really in this beautiful world. And that for me was just a beautiful, what I like to call soul's bullseye. Mm -hmm. It's like this, it's like this whole bringing together of all of the strands and threads of who I am into a beautiful way of serving and, and doing what I love. Mm -hmm. That what we call Ikigai today, right? There's a whole book around this, that beautiful, you know, the circles where they intersect into that beautiful place that absolutely brings you such joy to your soul and serves the world. So doing that is what brought me into those circles. Mm. Uh, one of the songs, so one of the songs I wrote, um, I had started writing a beautiful, beautiful songs for my coach is actually how it started. My very first coach. She brought me in to sing at her events. And next thing I know, I'm writing songs right there on the spot that are really high energy, empowering, uplifting dance kind of songs. Yeah. And people were coming back year after year to her events because of my music. Is that where and I met you? Is that where I met That's you? where we met. That's yeah. exactly where yes. we met, exactly. Yeah. And I was singing at these events yeah. and really you know, having an amazing time. And my music just took off and writing custom songs, theme songs for events, for businesses. Ah, that just took this whole other level. And people were wanting my songs to, you know, for their podcasts, for their mm -hmm. shows, you know, to be their opening theme songs or they wanted their own songs. So <laughs> I loved, loved creating that. And during that time is where I created a song for Marianne Williamson based on her very famous quote, our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate deepest fears that were powerful beyond measure and so on so it's a that was just one of those songs and she loved it she was like thank you so much for your powerful gift your beautiful gift and and that was amazing and so that just continued and next thing i know I was invited to sing at a uh, conference that was happening in uh, northern california and Wayne Dyer was shooting a movie there. <laughs> and literally I was offered to be in that movie right there on the spot. So, you, you know, these are the beautiful synchronicities that happen when you're really in that soul's bullseye, just doors open and amazing opportunities can show up for you. I, I'm still in awe because 
that doesn't happen for everybody. And I think, like you said, that being in that space, but I think, I feel as though that you were, um, or are, um, uh, brave, you know, you're a brave person or you're a trusting person and you don't think about like, you, you, there's no, I can't do this. You just go ahead and do it. Yes. You're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. And you know where that comes from. And it's, it's kind of ironic because when I was younger, I was actually told by a voice teacher, a choir <laughs> teacher that I couldn't sing. So here I was a young voice and she tells me I couldn't sing. I was auditioning. She's like, not so much. Singing's not for you. Well, I just thought, this is crazy. I was so upset. And it was so upsetting to me that I actually decided I'm going to prove you wrong. Sure. And I literally did. I set out and I found a new teacher uh -huh. who actually did teach me about the voice and how it works and how to sing really well. I went on to win competitions and then I got to sing back in front of her, that very teacher, four years later mm. as the number one soloist in the entire Eastern region and watch her mouth drop to the floor in utter shock. It was a thrilling moment. But Janice, that never would have happened if it wasn't for one thing that thankfully my godmother instilled in me almost on a daily basis. And what she told me was, you can do anything you set your mind to. And I mean, this was drilled in me it, and I believed it, I held on to it because at that time, you know, my upbringing was actually pretty horrific. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was adopted, so I'm not that that's bad, but yeah, yeah. I was kidnapped because my life, my original, you know, circumstances were so awful. I had pneumonia twice, I, you know, almost died during those. Oh. And, you know, I, I was born to a young teenage mother who mm -hmm. just simply was not equipped. And, you know, father took off. So here we were. And, you know, then I was bounced around a lot and exhibited and literally experienced uh, just about every kind of abuse you can imagine. So actually, my circumstances said nothing about you can do anything. It actually, right. I, there was nothing but fear and actually being put down and, lots and lots of you know mental emotional physical abuse so when my godmother though right who really was that rock she was the one person the shining light you know she and my godfather both literally were the ones who said you can do anything you set your mind to and she was I'm a very you, godmother she <laughs> truly yeah. you know my life really kind of strangely was a yeah. bit of cinderella i had the <laughs> stepmother you know <laughs> who unfortunately, you know, she, she wasn't trying to be that way, but literally, you know, my grandfather passed right after they got me. So now here I am the youngest of seven and she's a single mom of seven with seven children and I'm two. So Wait, you your, know, real, your real mother or your daughter? No, this is my adopted oh. mother and that's the thing. So yeah. here I was kidnapped, yes. taken from my birth mother, yes. brought it to this new circumstance that, you know, where my grandfather loved me and was a big family and then he dies. Yeah. So now I, you know, my, my now new mom yeah. is a single mother of seven oh. and really just kind of breaks. And so unfortunately, you know, that wasn't a positive circumstance either mm -hmm. and ended up really being, you know, pretty challenging. And so here around the corner, my grandfather's best friends Aww. became my godparents and they took on that role in incredible fashion. 
and literally are the reason that I know what true unconditional love looks like, feels like, and was given such a gift with that kind of confidence instilled in me, that kind of belief, self-belief, that if you set your mind to it and you go for it, you give it all you've got, you can do anything. There is, there's nothing off limits to you. And so thankfully, I believe them. I absolutely believe that's, them. That's, yeah, and that's amazing. Yeah, yeah no, that, and, for everything. and there are no accidents, right? So no, no, I mean, they were there. They, that was your, your, uh, your yeah. protective star that, that followed absolutely. you. Yeah, it, that's really great. And so now through the work that you do, I know that you love to give back and help other women and children who absolutely. have situations of abuse and neglect and so on as well. And absolutely, because it's not as, as rare as we'd like to think, you know, six know. out of 10 women have experienced exactly what I have and are experiencing it. And then, you know, children, young girls and teens. So this is, it's really quite an epidemic itself. And it's one that we just need to really get handled. We just need to take care of this and take care of the beautiful women who are in our world, our sisters, our mothers, our daughters. We just really need to, to love each other so much better. So, yeah. Yeah. So um, what in today's, in the work that you do today, mm -hmm. what is your, um, what is your favorite thing to do? Is it working you're, is it still performing or is it helping someone else become that shining light? Yeah, thank you for that question, Janice. And one of the things, you know, and I remember us talking about this, you know, my key word is integration, is integration. So I'm kind of the both and queen, if you will. So my question <laughs> to that would be, yes, it's both of them. I am still a you know, performer, I still am an artist, a creator at heart. Mm -hmm. Everything I do, creativity is at the heart of it. So yes, I still sing and perform, especially when I'm writing custom you know, signature soul songs for my clients, for businesses, for events. Many times I will also sing those events. I'll mm -hmm. MC those events and really take it to a whole other level and really take that entrepreneur to a higher level as well. Uh, that creativity will also branch off into being that producer coach, if you will, for people who want to create their own shows. So that creativity gets to be, you know, channeled in there. And when they want us to actually produce it for them, you know, my crew and I, we all come on set and we're there to bring that creativity. Sometimes I'm in them, sometimes I'm not. I'm happy either way because one of the gifts that I've had with the you know mutual person that really brought yes. our world together uh, is recognizing that you know being seen and heard at a really big level uh, is a gift. Mm -hmm. It is a gift that those who achieve it also can help others to achieve. And that's something you know I'm a natural teacher. I've been teaching for over 25 years. Also, so anything I learn to do for myself, I always want to help others to know how to do it themselves. So I love it all, Janice. <laughs> I, I actually really believe so many of us are multi-talented. You know, we are multi-dimensional. And many times we're told you can only do this or you can only do that. I was told that in college and I thought this is, you know, they said you can only sing or dance or act. And I thought that's nuts. I want to do all three. What happened, to to the, what happened to the triple threat? 
Yeah. Right. That's the whole point of a triple threat. Right. And I already naturally loved and did all of those things. So, you know, and I really fought for that. And, you know, thankfully the college years later did come around and really integrate all those things as a, you know, double major. But this to me has been my whole life. I have, I mean, my first job, believe it or not, was sales at 11 years old, going door to door. (laughs) There you selling go. newspapers, okay? And yeah. my next ones, you know, selling Cutco, cutlery, yeah, right? Where I still one. have the, I still have the cutlery. It's still that good, right? And, you know, and and then going on to, you know, doing uh helping my mother with my birth mother, this was, who was actually an accountant, helping her do people's tax returns. I loved wow. math. I was really good at it. And so I had this, you know, this brain for for numbers and math. And so there's a whole financial a piece that was a part of my life, you know, computers, I've loved computers, I have a little bit of a tech geek in me, used to do all of my own websites when I was first starting out in my business and creating pages and all of that. So I have this wide range of gifts and skills and passions and talents. And to me, what brings my life to a beautiful, beautiful uh, zenith, if you will, is actually integrating all of them is serving people in all those different levels and allowing all of that to shine through, not shutting down one part and saying, I can only do this or putting on one hat and saying Mm -hmm. it can only be that. That's not really how I think most of us are really built. So Um, that's really beautiful because, you know, most people, like you say, are they're they're pigeonholed way too early. And a lot of it, of course, comes from fear. One of my best friends, actually, I hear her say all the time we were out for dinner the other day and she's always concerned that her adult children Mm. have the right job so they've got medical coverage or have the right job so they've got a pension well that isn't even a thing anymore number one (laughs) yeah right and it's like it limits people yes you care about being safe and secure but nothing is anymore you know and you have to trust in yourself right and so so this is a really big point because this issue has been a point of contention for so many parents and their children for eons, it feels like the parents wanting, you know, them to go in one area, but their passion is over here. And then there's this fight and struggle over that all for supposed safety and security, yeah. which like you just said, that doesn't even exist in our world today. What, it, how it used to be 10, 20, even five years ago, really. So, I mean, look at what's happened with COVID things right. can and have shifted drastically. And we, I think have learned it's more important, so important now more than ever to do what you are on this planet to do, what just makes your heart sing, what lights your soul up, do that. And I, you can I know. learn how to then make the income, bring in the money that can support that so that you can thrive in it. Because those are skills that can be added to any thing that you do. It's right. It's right. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm fascinated too, that you, you mentioned, uh, the 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 love for math and systems and and um but that actually makes sense because creative people who write music and do that that's a mathematical thing right it actually is yeah Yeah. musicians especially and this is i think something surprising for a lot of people that music is based on math you know math Mm -hmm. runs all throughout music so it absolutely gets really built in I, I had one daughter that I took from, you know, 
going to piano lessons when she was five, right through mm -hmm. to um, when she graduated from high school, she was teaching music to little kids because um, mm -hmm. she'd done the yeah. therapies too. I mean, it didn't become her, her um, profession, but when she sits down at the piano, she lights up and it's beautiful mm -hmm. to see. So yeah, and I, but going through and helping her study the, the theory parts, that's where I saw that it was math, you know, there was yeah. definitely math involved. So yeah. I, I was thinking when you were talking about, and you light up because you love what you do and I can see it. Do you have um, a story of someone you have um, helped or worked with who you've watched go from here and blossom? Just, you know, that is special? Oh, I have many. Okay. <laughs> immediately popped up, but I'll, I'll speak about one of my earliest, uh, one of my earliest students because she was a single mom who worked at, you know, your good old safe job yeah. <laughs> a desk job yeah. she had a 13 year old son and she walked into my studio and at the time i was just doing voice coaching uh for singers and then you know i added on the speaking but she came in and she just had this little tiny seed of a of a dream of a hope of a thought that she might be able to sing like just maybe she might and she came in and i could of course immediately hear what was possible. I could hear the diamond in the rough. And, but that, that insecurity and the insecurity really showed up in the voice. She would almost say, I'm sorry. Like every 10 seconds, you know, I says, ah, was that okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know? And, and so I had to really work on, you know, everything. And, and this is something, you know, I still, to this day, uh, my very first teacher taught me, and it's what I teach every single one of my students is that singing is 90% mental and then what i learned and realized was actually everything <laughs> is 90 percent mental you actually the voice can do so many things but it's usually our limitations what we tell ourselves we can and cannot do that's what really limits us so that's 90 percent of the work that i do and did back then even still working with voices so i worked with her within six months actually within three months she wanted to go out for her first show she did. And it was a musical and she was in the chorus and community musical and she was happy. But then she, you know, she loved it. She enjoyed it. The bug was in, she got bit. And then three months later, she decided to go for this, another, this other audition and she goes for it and she doesn't get it. So now oh, yeah. she's just <laughs> yeah, like, down. oh, this is crazy. What am I doing? I'm, this is nuts. I'll just forget about it. I'll just stick with my nice job. Da, 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 da. And I said, I had already seen something else for her yes. because her voice had, I mean, we got, we, I get people's voices to a really strong point very quickly. So here, this other audition came. I said, you go here. She did. She got it. And it was for a leading role in a national tour. Wow. This is only after six months of working together. That's it. And off she went and she was doing that while still hanging on to her day job right because you know that's the solid stable secure health yes. benefits so but i could see i could see what was going to happen for her and i literally told her there's going to come a day you're going to have to choose because you, right. you really have it you've got it and mm -hmm. sure enough that day came she was offered a, to be a production assistant on the show 
as well as performing in it. And then asked to be, you know, a long story short, she's now the COO of that entertainment company, which is a major entertainment company in New York City wow. that puts out major shows, not, uh, not just, you know, small ones, also off Broadway, on Broadway and international tours. And she writes shows, she's directing. I mean, she's, her life is yeah. completely different. And here's the cherry on top. She's also married to oh. the producer of that show. Ah, <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Totally transformed life. But yeah. I'm not kidding. I could give you 10 more just like that, that are that extreme and that different. And that's what so many of them say. They're like, I came in to work with you on yeah. this. And like their whole lives are like, you know, totally different. Yeah. I have a project like that, that mm. my daughter, my younger daughter loves to sing. And I'm going to yeah. ask your opinion on this. I know we're on a podcast, but I don't care because this is really, this is your life. This is your world. This is your world. Yeah. Um, she wanted to be in a choir because she wanted mm -hmm. to sing. And I mm -hmm. said, and we were looking for something for her to be in. And it happened that someone I knew was in, she loved gospel music and she loved mm -hmm. soul music. And she was only like in her early twenties at the time she's, She's the mom of my little granddaughter that I shared that picture. Oh, yes, yes. So uh, my friend said, hey, I'm in this choir. Um, we're singing. This was a summertime. Come to the park and listen to us sing. So I brought my daughter with me to the park and we sat on the on the bank and we watched this show, uh, this choir. And the guy that leads the choir is an old uh, Motown soul and he's like he's an old man okay like old like me old okay but yeah. he used to, he, his claim to fame was that he used to play keyboards for marvin gay or something like that but anyway he's chico they call him his name is chico he's a great guy anyway we're sitting watching this choir and she starts crying and she's crying because it's in her soul. Like she feels that music, right? So that she knew that was the choir she needed to be in. She tried one other where yeah, the girl that ran, that ran it was um, good at helping people come out of their shell, like you were talking about. But the music they were doing wasn't the same. And so she right. loved this. And it wasn't anything major, but she loved it. Every week she would go practice everything. Anyway, then she moved away, long story short. She hasn't been able to do anything since because uh -huh. she now has a little baby. But here's what happened the other day. Um, Marissa said she started singing some song. I forget even what it was. And my granddaughter started crying. <laughs> and she said, do you not like the song? She said, no, no. It was the She's same thing. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? It's it absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And doesn't surprise me one <laughs> bit. Because this is the thing. Music and our voices, singing especially, is actually really an incredible healing instrument. It yeah. can bring peace to our souls, to our minds, to our spirits in ways that mere words cannot. Mm. Yes, it touches us deeper. It affects us deeper. There's so many statistics now in science, really understanding how singing, music, sound mm -hmm. uh, brings the brain, right? Heal, right, actually uses all of the parts of the brain helps us to think better. That is why the math piece 
helps yes. uh, uh, you know yes. is so much better for those there i could go on and actually have done whole workshops on the power of singing on the brain and mm -hmm. how just that alone and that's born out you know i'll share one other story because this was someone who came into my studio he said i don't want to sing i'm not here to try and be a singer like you can teach me the voice stuff i'm happy to learn that but i'm not here to be like the next you know celine dion or whitney yeah. houston i don't want to sing but i do want to feel more confident with my voice i don't like it it's high it's squeaky it's this and she said but and so one of the things that I do, and I'll kind of share a little bit of it here, is I like to get what is the big picture vision for you? Like, what is it you would love to ultimately see? If, mm -hmm. if you could just wave a magic wand and have everything be exactly the way you want it, what would that look like? Because that's what I love seeing, that ultimate goal, right, fulfilled. I want the whole thing for you, right? I want it with you. Sure. So that's what we did. And I'm not kidding you, Janice three days later. So she said three things. She said three things. She said, I really would love to be doing a job that I'm passionate about, that uses my skills, my talents that I really care about. I was like, okay, great. And she said, I would love to be <laughs> making a lot more money. I said, give me a number, just throw anything out. What comes to your top of your head? She goes 10,000. I said, okay, great. And then she said, and I would love to be close to home. I drive like two hours each way, you know, traffic, blah, blah. I said, great. All right, great. And I do part of what I do in my, my process in my studio. And I'm not kidding you. She texts me. She sent me a text because I was in the middle of a session. And she literally sent me a message that said, oh, my God, Regina, I just got all three of them. I've oh. just been offered a new job that literally is within walking distance so i don't even have to drive at all and <laughs> it's doing the kind of thing that i have always wanted to do it's like a dream job and it's paying thirteen thousand more than what i'm currently being paid and i was just like yes because i love that because it's absolutely possible because you can absolutely do anything you set your mind to so it and just, i love that story it just sounds like you rub off on people really well like, well, there is an energy, there is oh, a vibration, yeah. there is yes. frequency. I could go down the whole rabbit hole with but that. No, but absolutely, true. absolutely. Yeah. And I, the biggest thing, the simplest thing I'll say is that I really just hold the space mm -hmm. that you absolutely can have whatever it is that you want, like for real, because I have, right? Everything that I've ever set out for, literally, yeah. I've been able to achieve, I've been able to do it, I've been able to have it and be it. So I know it's possible. I know it's so, possible. Um, in this uh, last two years, have you been able to do your work online? Well, here's the beauty. I had already been doing 90% uh, of my business online, virtually. I had moved my studio. So my, my mom, my adopted mom, uh, actually got very, very ill back in 2016. And I had already been thinking about uh, doing more on location shoots and moving all of my business, you know, being able to do it from anywhere, right? Being that laptop right. <laughs> entrepreneur, that was the big phrase back then. I was like, I want that. I'm ready to do that. And literally, so then my mom got ill. I get the call and I did it. I literally moved everything virtually online. I had my team in different locations. Oh, that's At great. the time, I was also uh, running, <laughs> I was renting five different properties on top of my business in, that were in four different states 
you know, literally. So I, I did the virtual thing very, very well. That was really comfortable for me. So when COVID hit, I actually was helping other people to get their okay. businesses and their yeah. things online. Yeah, because it was already where I was very, very comfortable and had been operating for many years. Okay, we're, uh, there's so many questions, but we have to wrap it up. So but I do want to ask you, I know we sort of took a side turn, but I just find, you know, that it has to go where it has to go and, and be fascinating Absolutely. by you. So you have performed in uh, Broadway musicals and yeah. not counting that the one you're in might be the most favorite because it may not be. What's your oh, most favorite musical? Oh, this one's a good hard one right here. Um, oh. I oh okay so I I gotta give you a couple of answers because okay. it's like my my favorite for the longest time was West Side Story. Oh, I was just I gonna ask you a question about that. Okay, yeah. Loved that musical. It was just one of my favorites. And then Lion King came, mm -hmm. and when I went to see it live, I had a goosebumps experience that went beyond, and I was in tears just in the opening number. So I was so deeply affected and loved it. And then I was like, I want to do that. And then I got to actually perform in it. So that was really, really oh, that's, that's wonderful. So I, I really would say that probably still is my absolute favorite. Where did you perform in it? I actually did it uh, with Disney on their cruise line, uh, oh, one of their fantastic. cruise lines. Okay, because yeah, so I saw I it in LA. Play. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I got saw, to play both roles in this way. Oh, so I loved yeah. it. I got to be Nala and Rafiki. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah, it was so great. So West Side Story has to be one of my favorite movies ever. Okay. Yeah. So do I want to see the remake? Is it going oh. to be as good? Steven Spielberg's doing it. It's coming out next month. I don't know if I can do that. You know what I mean? I think for me, this I'm going to see it. I will want to, A, because... Yeah. I, as a creative, I'm always curious about yeah. how someone can creatively take it to another place. Mm -hmm. You know, Ragtime had been redone, and right. a lot of people really didn't like the, the newer one because it was really stripped down and really bare and less and smaller. And, and part of the amazingness of that show was the big, you know, stage and, you know, having 60 members in a cast and the fullness yeah. of the voices. So I, I haven't seen that. I don't know that I really want to. But I am curious about West Side Story because, of course, the story is timeless. timeless. Right? Yeah, it's timeless yeah. and has been already done so many different times and ways. So I'd be curious. I, I would be interested to see it. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this, but I think I'm pretty sure that Rita Marino actually has a cameo in it. Oh, perfect. Love it. Love so it. this was delightful and so um, talking to you and sharing your stories um amazing um where can people find you i will put it in the show notes but if they want to find out more about your signature soul songs or your divine um spirit network or any of the things that you do and the music i just heard was on play airplay direct actually that i was That's listening to yeah, yeah. That was that's been a long time <laughs> when you said you heard me singing that i thought holy moly i haven't oh, well i just went on i just was looking up stuff and it was kind of fun I, to hear I it. Love it that's the beauty of google right i Things know done are still up there many many years later so yes you can find me at orginarose.com and that's o-r-g-e-n-a-r-o-s-e.com and also on divinespiritnetwork.com 
And those are really the two best places to find me uh, and find all the work. But of course, a good Google look and you'll find lots, <laughs> lots and lots of ways there. And thank yeah. you so much for being on the show oh, today. It's been Dennis, a thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute delight and joy speaking with you. You're great and just having this lovely conversation. So thank you. It's been wonderful. You're very welcome. Thank you. And thank you to my audience again for listening. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review and remember to stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share out this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.